FM News with Sudisha Naidu. It's six o'clock. Good morning. Three universities, Wits, Pretoria and the Tswana University of Technology are all expected to resume academic activities in the next few days. This follows days of student protests over fees and other issues. The University of Pretoria reached an agreement with protesting students yesterday after they disrupted lectures earlier. Wits has also released a proposed plan to resume lectures. It's committed to leaving tuition and accommodation fees unchanged for next year and promises to take no disciplinary action against protesting students. Noma Bulani reports. Management at Wits University wants the academic program to resume as soon as possible. The executive committee says it will restructure the lecture and exam timetables in order to make up for the days of learning which were lost due to demonstrations. Management has also committed to relooking the practice of outsourcing workers, which students have called an info. Higher Education Minister Bladen Zimande has joined WIT's Vice-Chancellor Adam Habib and others in warning that this year, this academic year rather, could be lost in many cases if the protests continue. Zimande has urged students to allow the year-end examinations to take place now that their demand for a 0% fee increase in 2016 has been granted. Many of the students were actually happy about the fact that there won't be an increase and that was the main demand that was on the table immediately for action. But it does not mean that the other demands are actually not going to be attended to. It really would be very unfortunate if students could actually lose a year like that. It would be a disaster for many of those families, especially working class and poor families. And also it will be a setback in terms of skills provision in, in, in our own country. It's important that we must actually protect the examination so that students can write. Moving abroad, more than 260 people are now known to have died in yesterday's earthquake in Afghanistan and Pakistan, spreading to northern India. Nearly 2,000 people were injured by the 7.5 magnitude quake. Some of the stricken areas in Afghanistan are under Taliban control, making it hard for rescue teams to reach them. The BBC's Shazab Jilani reports. The army chief and the prime minister have ordered assessment of the situation. Uh, Obviously, it's difficult after sunset because helicopters can't fly to some of these really inaccessible areas. This number could uh, very well rise because uh, after dawn when uh, helicopters fly to some of these areas, you know, the full scale of this uh, disaster will unfold in the days to come. And finally, British Airways operator Kame is investigating a landing incident which occurred at Johannesburg's O.R. Tambo International Airport yesterday. An aircraft landing gear failed to soon, uh, to soon, uh, failed soon after touching down at the airport. Nearly a hundred people were on board at the time. The plane has been removed from the runway. Flights departing from and arriving at the airport were delayed, but the situation has since returned to normal. Eric Fenter is Comair Chief Executive Officer. Comair and the necessary authorities will be involved in investigating the incident. There were six crew and 94 passengers on board, all of whom disembarked without any reported injuries. Top story three universities, Wits, Pretoria and the Tswana University of Technology are all expected to resume academic activities in the next few days. This follows days of student protests over fees and other issues. I'm Sudisha Naidu for Lotus FM News. I'll be back at half past six with headlines. It's time now for Newsbreak with Prabhashni Mudli.